Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to the QuickBook Reviews podcast. Brighten your day with a book. Hello, my fellow bookworms. This is Philippa from QuickBook Reviews, author interviews and book reviews. Well, here we are on a Friday, so it's short episode today with short five questions with two authors who I will have previously interviewed. So if you're thinking, those are very short interviews, I want to know more, do go back and listen and you'll find longer interviews with both these authors. So the books I'm featuring today are Dark Horizon by James Swallow and Don't Look Away by Rachel Abbott. Let's start with Dark Horizon by James Swallow. Let me read you the blurb. A fatal crash on a rain-slick road and a brutal murder in an English village set off a deadly chain of events, leading from stormy skies over the Mediterranean Sea to an explosive confrontation on a remote airstrip in North Africa. Only a handful of people know the reason why Kate Hood left the military in disgrace, but to keep her secrets, she must take a last-minute assignment to fly a covert cargo out of the country, with no questions asked. The cargo is a prisoner who may be the key to a violent terrorist conspiracy, but he swears he's an innocent man, and on the ground a team of ruthless killers are trying to force the pilot to hijack her own aircraft. But do they plan to liberate the captive or execute him? Trapped at the heart of an escalating crisis, Kate and her mysterious passenger must navigate the conflicting agendas of enemies and allies alike on a flight into danger that neither of them may survive. Now, I should just apologise if in the background you can hear snoring. That's my dog. I did try to make her leave the room while I was recording this, but she looked at me with these big eyes, big mournful eyes, and I just couldn't do it. So apologies for the snoring, but no apologies for talking to James. Let's talk to James Swallow now. Well, it is my huge pleasure to welcome back to the podcast, James Swallow, whose fantastic book is called Dark Horizon. James, welcome back. Hello, Philippa. Good to be back again. Well, you've got five questions in five minutes. Are you ready for this? Let's go for it. Okay, let's go for it indeed. First question. Can you summarize this brilliant book for us? It's a high-octane, fast-paced action thriller. It's about a woman who's an ex-RAF fighter pilot, now flying a commercial jet. She's forced to hijack her own plane when she finds herself caught in a situation between the, the CIA, MI6, and a terrorist organization, and her family are in jeopardy. She finds herself stuck in pretty much the worst situation you could be. 
and she has to find her way through it and hopefully get back to her family before anything terrible happens, all within a, a short 24-hour period. Wow, what a, what a story. Next question is about who this would appeal to. Who do you think should go and acquire this book immediately? Well, my publisher always says it's a kind of dads and lads type book, but I think really, I think anybody who likes a good action thriller, I've got a, some really interesting, strong female characters that I wrote in here that I think I've had a really great response from a, a female readership for this. So if you want an action story that's just going to take you away from the everyday, that's going to give you something that you can dig, in, dig your hands into, that's really going to sort of like whip your way into some fast-paced action, it's that book. It's for people who enjoy stories like that. There we go. Okay, next question. What do you want us to feel as we're reading this book? I hope that readers will identify with Kate Hood, the main character. Um, she's uh, an ordinary person placed in extraordinary circumstances. I think that I'm trying to encourage the idea from the reader is, what would you do in that situation? If that were me, how would I feel? If it were my family that were being threatened, if it was me being forced to do something terrible? How would you handle it? And hopefully, I think that will, people will identify strongly with the main character. How did the character of Kate come to you? I wanted somebody who felt technically proficient, someone who felt like they were good at their job, but not somebody who was an action hero. I, I, as much as I love watching movies and reading books about Teflon-coated superheroes who kind of stride through fire and come out the other end bloody but unbowed, that, that's... That's fine, but I like characters who have to kind of work at it a little bit. I feel like I connect more closely to somebody who has to kind of run to keep up with the action. So Kate is very much definitely that. She's an ordinary person in an extraordinary situation, clinging on by her fingernails and just getting through by sort of pluck, grit, and sheer skill. That's a great answer. Um, the next question is about your favourite characters. Can we have your favourite major, but also your favourite minor characters in Dark Horizon? Right. So Kate's a lot of fun, obviously, because she's the lead. But I, I had a really great time writing the character of Lillian Breeze, who's this CIA agent from the United States. And she's this very acerbic, noisy, sweary, angry American lady who just completely took on a life of her own. And she was, she was so much fun to write. Every time I was doing a scene with her, I would just sort of dwell on it and just play around with the characters. So I, I had a lot of fun writing her. In terms of, of the minor characters, there's a couple of police officer characters who turn up in the story to do a bit of investigation. And they were originally in the story just to kind of move the plot along. And, and I ended up sort of coming up with a little sort of buddy cop kind of moment for these characters. And I enjoyed writing them. And I had to stop myself from writing more story about those characters because they weren't the main, the main part of the narrative, but they were, they were quite fun. That's a, a great example of, of when you're creating a character and you have an idea of what they're going to do in the story and they end up kind of taking on a life of their own. That, they, those two definitely were that. And did they stick around in your mind afterwards because they created their own stories in a way? Did they yeah. stay with you? Yeah, very much so. I could have written a whole novel just with those two as the leads, I think. Fantastic. Well, we come to the final question. And last time we talked, the question was about biscuits. And your favourite biscuit was what sounded delicious. Your wife started cooking biscuits and it was her chocolate chip cookies straight from the oven. Wonderful. The question today is what drink is powering the writing of those words? Coffee. Lots and lots of coffee. Um, how are you I'm taking heavily it? Heavily caffeinated. 
white with a lot of sugar, but not that much milk in it. So it's sort of like dark as sin and, and twice as strong. That's how I like it. <laughs> well, whatever, keep doing it because it clearly works because Dark Horizon is brilliant. I can't re- wait to read your next book. James Swallow, thank you so much. Oh, thank you for having me. Excellent. And let's dive into the other book we're featuring today, which is Don't Look Away by Rachel Abbott. And here's the blurb. It's the silence that wakes me. I know without a doubt that I'm not alone, yet instinct tells me not to move a muscle. Who are you? Why are you here? Nancy's sister disappeared from this house 11 years ago. She never wanted to come back. Now she'll never leave. Very good. Let's go and talk to Rachel. It is my huge pleasure to welcome back to the podcast, Rachel Abbott, to talk to us about Don't Look Away. Rachel, welcome back. Thank you. Thanks for having me again. You've got five questions in five minutes. Are you ready for this? (laughs) We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, the first question. Can you give us a bit of a summary of this book? Um, It's a book about a a girl who has, her life has been blighted by disaster, really, within her family. And probably the most significant disaster has been the disappearance of her 15-year-old sister. And the story centres around her awareness that maybe what happened to her sister is not as quite as clear-cut as she thought it was. Fantastic. Great book. The next question is, who would this appeal to? Who should be reading Don't Look Away? I think it appeals to people who enjoy psychological thrillers because a lot of it is what's gone on inside Nancy's mind and Lola, the missing sister, what was going on in her head. So it is a mystery, but it's it's obviously also a thriller because people do get killed. <laughs> so obviously that kind of makes it into a thriller. But I think it should appeal to people who are interested in how minds work, not just in action, if that makes sense. So it's not about violent crime. It's about psychological crime and what goes on in people's heads. Mm, fantastic. The next question is, what do you want us to feel as we're reading this book? Mm. <laughs> I want you to feel concerned for the characters involved, but also I want you to feel more than that. I want you to feel a deep empathy for what each of the individuals has suffered during the course of the of their stories. Probably quite a bit of fear from time to time as well. Yes. Do you want people to be sort of reading it as a, at a pace or do you prefer p- people to take longer with your books? Because it takes so long to write it. I don't know what you prefer from a reader. I do love to hear from people who said that they were still reading at four o'clock in the morning. I mean, it is really great to know that when people say to me, I literally couldn't stop. That's a really good feeling because it means that the pace has been maintained. We all know what happens if you're reading a book that kind of, you think, oh, it's a good place to stop. I don't want there to be any of those good places to stop in the book. So that's the, that's the accolade you want for someone yes. if they've been up all night reading your book and are feeling <laughs> yes. exhausted. That, that's a win. <laughs> no, that's fair enough. Um, the next question is, can you tell me your favourite major and your favourite minor character in this book? My favourite major character, I think, has to be Nancy because she is right in the in the focus of the book. Minor character, I love Effie because she's just she's 
she befriends Nancy and she's just such a a lively character. But I love them all, really. It's quite a difficult one, that. Can't choose. That's great. And there are some I hate, obviously. That's, you know. (laughs) But are they interesting to write, though? Yes, absolutely. I mean, I think that that's why I, I like to define my characters really clearly. Because then they, the way in which they're kind of either inward facing or outward facing, that it makes it so much more straightforward to write them when you know what sort of characters they are. And, and so I love them all, really. Your final question is about what was powering the writing of the book, Don't Look Away. When we last spoke, we were talking about biscuits and it was digestives. <laughs> This question is about what drink was powering. Was it tea, coffee? Was it something else? What What well, were you drinking well, while I writing? I drink I drink cappuccinos or flat wines all morning, like kind of about six of them really, and it's sort of a non-stop thing. But then I don't really. I used to drink tea in the afternoon, but I don't really anymore. So I move on to water until it's wine time. Really, <laughs> fantastic. Caffeine, water, and wine—the three phases of the day. Sounds yeah. good. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> It's just great to talk to you and hear more about Don't Look Away. Rachel Abbott, thank you so much. Thank you. So there we are. Those are your two books. We've had Dark Horizon by James Swallow and Don't Look Away by Rachel Abbott. I'm going to leave you to your weekend. I hope you've got nice things planned. I hope you're okay. I'll be back on Monday with longer waffle, longer chats, longer interviews and more biscuit information. Just look after yourselves and I'll talk to you very soon. Take care now. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Quick Book Reviews podcast. That's enough books, said no one, ever. See you again soon. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.